to this week's edition of PopeCast, an English reading of the main spiritual message from the Pope's Wednesday Weekly Audience. Pope Francis. Wednesday, October 19th, 2022. Catechesis on Discernment. Dear brothers and sisters, welcome and good morning. In the catechesis of these weeks, we are focusing on the prerequisites for good discernment. In life, we have to make decisions always, and to make decisions, we must follow a journey, a path of discernment. Every important activity has its instructions to follow, which must be known in order for them to produce the necessary effects. Today, we will look at another indispensable ingredient for discernment one's own life story. Knowing one's own life story is, let's say, an essential ingredient for discernment. Our life is the most precious book that is given to us, a book that unfortunately many do not read, or rather they do so too late, before dying. And yet precisely in that book, one finds what one pointlessly seeks elsewhere. St. Augustine, a great seeker of the truth, had understood this just by rereading his life, noting in it the silent and discreet but incisive steps of the presence of the Lord. At the end of his journey, he noted with wonder, You were within, and I without, and there I did seek you. I, unlovely, rushed heedlessly among the things of beauty you made. You were with me, but I was not with you. Confessions 10, 27, 38. Hence his invitation to cultivate the inner life, to find what one is seeking. Return within yourself. In the inner man dwells truth. On true religion. 39, 72. This is an invitation I would extend to all of you, and even to myself. Return within yourself. Read your life. Read yourself inwardly, the path you've taken, with serenity. Return within yourself. Many times we, too, have had Augustine's experience of finding ourselves imprisoned by thoughts that lead us away from ourselves. Stereotypical messages that harm us. For example, I'm worthless. And it gets you down. Everything goes wrong for me. And it gets you down. I will never achieve anything worthwhile. And it gets you down. And this becomes your life. These pessimistic phrases that get you down. Reading one's own history also means recognizing the presence of these toxic elements but then broadening our narrative, learning to notice other things, making it richer, more respectful of complexity, succeeding also in grasping the discrete ways in which God acts in our life. I once knew a person who people said deserved the Nobel Prize in negativity. Everything was bad, everything, and he always tried to put himself down. He was a bitter person, and yet he had many, many qualities. And then this person found another person who helped him. And every time he complained about something, the other one used to say, but now to compensate, say something good about yourself. And he would say, well, yes, 
I also have this quality. And bit by bit, this helped him move forward to read well his own life, both the bad things and the good things. We must read our life, and by doing so, we see things that are not good and also the good things that God sows in us. We have seen that discernment has a narrative approach. It does not dwell on the punctual action, but rather inserts it in a context. Where does this thought come from? What am I feeling now? Where does it come from? Where does it lead me? What am I thinking now? When have I encountered it before? Is it something new that comes to mind only now? Or have I found it other times? Why is it more insistent than others? What is life trying to tell me with this? Recounting the events of our life also enables us to grasp important nuances and details, which can reveal themselves to be valuable aids, hitherto concealed. For example, a reading, a service, an encounter, at first sight considered to be of little importance. Over time, transmit inner peace. They transmit the joy of living and suggest further good initiatives. Stopping and acknowledging this is essential. Stopping and acknowledging it is important for discernment. It is a task of gathering those precious and hidden pearls that the Lord has scattered in our soil. Goodness is hidden always because goodness is modest and hides itself. Goodness is hidden. It is silent. It requires slow and continuous excavation. Because God's style is discreet, God likes to go unseen with discretion. He does not impose. He is like the air we breathe. We do not see it, but it allows us to live, and we realize this only when missing it. Getting used to rereading one's own life educates the outlook. It sharpens it and enables it to note the small miracles that good God works for us every day. When we realize this, we notice other possible directions that strengthen our inner state, peace, and creativity. Above all, it makes us freer from toxic stereotypes. Wisely, it has been said that the man who does not know his own past is condemned to repeat it. It is strange if we do not know the path we have taken, the path we always repeat it. We go around in circles. The person who walks in circles never goes forward. It is not progress. It is like the dog who chases his own tail. He always goes this way and repeats things. We might ask ourselves, have I ever recounted my life to anyone? This is a beautiful experience of engaged couples who, when they become serious, tell their life story. It is one of the most beautiful and intimate forms of communication recounting one's own life. It allows us to discover hitherto unknown things, small and simple, but as the gospel says, it is precisely from the little things that the great things are born. Cross-reference Luke 16.10. The lives of the saints also constitute a precious aid in recognizing the style of God in one's own life. They permit us to become familiar with his way of acting. Some of the saints' behaviors challenges us, shows us new meanings and opportunities. This is what happened, for example, to St. Ignatius of Loyola. 
when describing the fundamental discovery of his life, he adds an important clarification and says, From experience he deduced that some thoughts left him sad, others cheerful. And little by little he learned to know the diversity of thoughts, the diversity of the spirits that stirred within him. Cross-reference autobiography number eight. Knowing what happens within us, knowing, being aware. Discernment is the narrative of reading, the good moments and the dark moments, the consolations and desolations we experience in the course of our lives. In discernment, it is the heart that speaks to us about God, and we must learn to understand its language. Let us ask at the end of the day, for example, what happened today in my heart? Some think that carrying out this examination of conscience is to calculate the balance of sins, and we commit many. But it is also about asking oneself, what happened within me? Did I experience joy? What brought me joy? Was I sad? What brought me sadness? And in this way, we learn to discern what happens within us.